0: This
1: week in the world of news, from books, beards, and booze. All right, as always, I am Bob of Tells by Bob. I'm the ass of the podcast, Derek.
2: And I am creative consultant, unpaid intern, Mm. best person in the room. Mm.
0: We did not agree upon these things, Tanya. Negative.
2: It's the beginning of
0: like I'm not even sure I agree with the Tanya part after that first nonsense.
2: Wow. Well it's towards the beginning of the month and my Patreon charge Uh,
1: just came out of my bank account. So I kind of feel like
2: I'm investor, Tanya, also. Despite (laughs) the lack of suspenders.
1: The lack of suspenders.
0: I think I'm gonna suspend that idea until you get the
1: suspenders. You know the thing there there's literally a pair of suspenders two rooms away.
2: I know, but it's way down there and I'm already sick. I think I hate you. What do you?
0: Me, me too. You? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Think that I hate you, or think that you hate you?
1: Why not? Both? Why not
0: both? <laughs> okay, well, I just, I just, all I needed was clarity. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. Okay. Good to know.
2: No, I don't think you hate me. Like, what, what is there to hate? Honestly. Wow. So wow. Um, the- <laughs> wow right. y'all's it's, looks were like are we really getting into this yeah
0: we just gonna skate right past that so uh
1: i know derek had a bit of uh new zealand centric news for our brand ambassador ryan
0: yeah i i just
1: or a headline at yeah least. mostly just a headline yeah. because i saw it i think, the, was he, like, I think the headline what? pretty well
0: explains it yeah and uh it was pretty much the best uh, apparently, I don't know if this is, see, this is why, what, Go ahead. anyways, so, in McDonald's in New Zealand, I think it was, see, now I'm, now how I'm blanking on How do you have specifics. McDonald's
2: in New Zealand? New Zealand's not a real place.
0: So anyways, <laughs> um, McDonald's in, in, uh, New Zealand, apparently they've started giving away children's books with what? happy meals yeah instead Rold, of road doll rolled
1: yeah. doll books and happy meals yeah which
0: i 100 percent endorse yeah so that's brand ambassador cool. ryan I like should
1: pop by mcdonald's and buy a happy meal
0: Mm-hmm. read him a fancy book
1: yeah
2: i love that yeah yeah I'd- that's fabulous could you imagine how angry people would be here if we did that you're trying to give them apple slices and books Oh, it's the worst. I feel like... (laughs) Literate and healthy, I refuse.
0: Well, see, that's ridiculous. See, I feel like it should go one way or the other. I feel like you don't get both. You get the fries instead of
1: the apples. I think I've gotten a book from a Happy Meal or something. I think
2: when we were kids, you remember those little golden books? Yeah, the the golden books. But not the full-size one, but like a a little little, pocket-size. You get little... A little, little, little golden book. Yeah. I remember those. Yeah, I remember that. I'm just saying.
1: So, yeah, bring that back. Bring it back. All right. Bring so, the McRib back. Throw in.
2: <laughs> it's it, terrible. I'm just kidding. McRibs, they're gross. Huh.
1: Says the woman who gets the fish sandwich.
2: I don't get it with cheese.
1: Okay, oh, okay. Makes, oh, yeah, that makes Who it puts so much fish better.
2: and cheese together? That's
1: disgusting. Who gets fish from McDonald's?
2: <laughs> it's nostalgia. It reminds me of my grandparents.
1: Just rubs like some Vicks on what? your chest and call it a day.
2: Grandma and Gramps would always get like a fish sandwich one, like once a week, and like they would have a fish sandwich and we would split the fries because we were old and poor. I don't know. Nostalgia, dude. Okay. It's the same reason I eat like a bunch of old people's stuff. Pear salad. It's like a okay, hold, hold okay. on. What's a, what's a pear salad? It's a slice, half a slice of pear uh-huh. out of like a can. Yeah. And then you put Miracle Whip in it. Wh- and shred Ooh. up some trees, uh, some cheese. Yeah. Well, uh. Oh, so cheese
1: on. on a fish sandwich. That's a bridge too far. But, but cheese on a pear? On a pear? Oh, with yeah, mayonnaise. Let's do that. Oh, Wait, yeah. what? The... Yeah. It's All real right. good. Anyway. I'm done with you. <laughs> this is what happened. In other
2: news, Tanya's real old. Wow. <laughs> well, we oh, already knew right. that,
1: but Jesus. No,
2: I eat, I eat old people food because you're old.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. So, diving into the news. Uh, first off reddit released their they do like yearly polls the fantasy subreddit and uh like let people nominate and vote for different categories of books and they just released their top 10 uh, standalone uh fantasy novels okay for 2018 they kind of ran behind um so I'm going to run through the list real quick I was stoked I've read seven of the ten.
2: Is that it. the link that you sent in our BBB group chat? No. Okay, great.
1: Uh, no, the link I sent y'all was 100 classics. Yeah, well,
2: there to... was another 10. You've linked a bunch of those lately. Yeah. Anyway, keep going.
1: Number uh, tied for number. It's a three-way tie for number nine. Each got 20 votes. What they do is like, I th- you basically. How many times you mention? Well, I think 200? it's like yeah, like each person is allowed to like nominate a book or something yeah. like that. I, I'm not quite sure exactly how it works, but. The The number one only got 34 votes kind oh, okay. of deal, so it's not like millions of votes. But um, anyway, so three-way tie for The Emperor's Soul by Brandon Sanderson, oh, which I, know I that name, have Brandon not read. Anderson. American <clears throat> Gods by Neil Gaiman, which I have read.
2: I have that on my TBR.
1: I own that. It's okay.
2: Actually, I think it's free on KU, I think.
1: It's Okay.
2: I know your issues with that.
1: Yeah. Um, the Gollum and the Genie by Helen Wecker, which I had never even heard of.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, so I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, number eight is Tigana by Guy Gavriel K. Hey. Real good. Real good. Highly recommend everyone read that. I was surprised at number seven is The Library at Mount Char by Scott Hawkins, which I've read and is really good. Uh, really weird, but really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, everyone should read that. Number six is The Lions of Al Rasan by Guy Gavriel K. Really good. Real, yeah. um, I don't know which I liked more: Lions of Al Rasan or Tigana. Lions of Al Rasan was a little more action-packed, but Tigana was perhaps a, just a little more flowery. Yeah. I don't know. They're both real fucking good. Uh, the Hobbit by J.R. Tolkien hey. was number five. Read that. Yep. Number four was The Goblin Emperor by Catherine Addison, which read that real good. So then there was a three-way tie for number one. Uh, Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. I read it, didn't really like it. Um, It was okay. I don't know. A lot going on there. Uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell by Susanna Clark, which I own, but I haven't read yet.
2: Oh, I own that as well and have yet to read it.
1: And then, number one, uh, Uprooted by Naomi Novik. Hey. Real fucking good. So.
2: So, I think it will be a safe guess to say most of those are just going to be real fucking good reads.
1: Yes, except for American Gods, to me. But
2: a lot of people like it.
1: True. I I just, it was a letdown. Yeah. It was much cooler idea, poorly executed. It'd be like written, that sometimes. Written well, just mm-hmm. I didn't personally care for
2: you would have told a different story yeah in the same setting
1: yup so well you don't need to get cracking start working on this list i know i got
0: (coughs) a lot of other
1: stuff to read but these are real good and standalone
2: i think that's the worst thing about being like a bookie person at this point is just like it doesn't matter how fast you read man there's forever a ton of other books to read and i kind of feel like at some point all i'm doing is just consuming the media like consume the book just to like get through a list yeah i don't do that oh i know you don't (laughs) (laughs) i ain't about that life yeah i feel like i'm the medium between the two of you or like bob you read books like you could read seven ten books in a week maybe not that much but you read real quick Derek, you don't read quick at all Anyway, always books.
1: Well, I think part of it is I also set aside more time to read than both of y'all. Yeah. Like I do a read faster than y'all, but I also set aside a lot more time every week to read. True. So
2: you have an employing employment situation that is conducive to
1: Yeah, but y'all also have your nights free. So y'all could read.
2: But that's for sleep.
1: How often have you, you get off at like two, <laughs> you have like six, seven hours before you go to bed.
2: Yeah. But if I don't, if I go to bed that early, I kind of feel like I'm going to get nothing but a bunch of Jesus Christ, you're an old lady snaps for me. Or like, you're well, in no, to I'm, bed just, at four I'm just, I'm in just, the just, I'm just saying
1: all this time you spend putting on the internet, you could spend Shh, it reading.
2: <laughs> don't talk about the internet. <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> if you talk about it, it shows up.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. So this headline is called fear the beard. Hmm. So Julian Edelman,
2: who that football
1: player? Football player. Hmm. He's the MVP from the Super Bowl. Okay. He caught ten passes for hundred and forty-one yards to lead the New England Patriots Yuck. to their victory. Fuck the Pats. And got the MVP.
2: Are the worst. I don't. I
1: don't. I don't hate the Pats like everyone does, but I don't really like. Fuck
2: Bill Belichick. The Pats. Fuck the Pats.
1: I appreciate Bill Belichick's snarky just Ugh. surly attitude Ugh. and the fact that he Saban comes out of the Belichick coaching tree
2: I know yeah my distaste for the Pats is also very similar to my distaste for Alabama football yeah
0: hmm. it's mostly she just doesn't like being a winner
2: yeah. oh says the Auburn fan over here wow way to turn on me
0: I own it Jeez. It's fine it is what it is
1: God. so uh <laughs> but they were saying that it's it's the whiteout's beard that perhaps stood out most during the otherwise exceedingly dull game, whose dullness was only matched by Maroon 5's languid halftime show. I just like that sentence. Um, but, but. So he basically, he was Adam like, Levin I'm not.
2: Was shirtless, so.
1: Hmm. So they were basically like, he didn't cut his beard, like, all season. Like, that's the thing. So he, he, like, he had a victory beard. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I just saw that, like, yesterday mm-hmm. they shaved it on Ellen.
2: Yeah, because it's a victory beard. You don't keep it all the time. You just grow it during the season and shave it when you lose. I just
1: but on Ellen, like that should be a thing that you go to like a mountaintop and do whoa, it yourself. your whoa! whoa, whoa. As Are you saying that going to Hold being on.
2: on the Ellen show isn't? No,
0: I. Th- I no, think
1: saying, pinnacle of greatness. I, no, I'm saying that being on the Ellen show it's a very public thing. This needs to be a very private, thing. I think That thing. you're
0: both being ridiculous and missing the point. No man should shave his beard. (gasps)
2: Do you think that during the like He was sponsored by Big Razor is what happened. He was sponsored by Big Razor. They got to him. Well, all this time he was trying to resist, and then as soon as they won, they're like, shave that beard, bitch.
1: So here's what what I I wanted to bring up. So Deion Sanders. Mm -hmm. Neon Deion. Yeah. I think Big Razor's gotten to him. (gasps) Yeah. So... Uh, he had a beard at one point. I don't know if y'all recall. It was silvery and okay. Um, but, uh, you know, he shaves his head. Or, I don't know, maybe he's just real bald. But um, So he apparently was begging Edelman to shave the beard, be- like, in an interview ahead of the game. He said, and I quote, I just can't see you with this beard. The beard is doing something to me. I'm sorry. I'm just... It, it don't look right, man. So...
2: I don't think I've ever seen a guy and been like that beard don't look right. Oh, I I mean have. unless it's like cube pube beard. And then, you're, and then even then I'm like, Oh, you're trying so hard. Yeah. Keep it up, buddy, maybe one day. Yeah. Ugh. You'll get there one day. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> so, uh next little bit of news it's called Pot Calling the Kettle Black. Oh. So, you know, all these, I've been talking here lately about how all these big beer companies are investing in weed companies to make, Mm -hmm. to, A, just to get in on that weed action, but also they want to make weed alcohol.
2: Oh, that doesn't sound awful. What
0: are you you talking about, Tanya? That does sound awful. That's weird for you to say that. To me, it
1: doesn't. Because, I mean, if you think, like, marijuana's a plant, hops is a plant. You're just brewing with a different plant. So, like, if, I just, if you're making a alcoholic beer, like, it's just like, it's a beer with a different the, ingredient. Yeah, the-
0: theoretically, were I to have ever been around people that were smoking it so that I would know what it smells like, I just feel
1: like that the
0: taste couldn't possibly be good.
1: Well, I mean, I don't think hop smells good, so. Well, yeah.
2: So, would this marijuana beer have THC in it, or just be, like, industrial hemp beer?
1: I guess it would have THC in it.
2: Oh, yeah. That sounds like a recipe for getting real fucked up.
1: Well, actually, that's Oy. the problem. <clears throat> so, um, So all these companies are working to develop consumer-friendly cannabis drinks that can compete with alcohol. Yeah. But the thing is, pot is nothing like booze. Right. Alcohol is water-soluble and cannabis is not. Yep. Meaning alcohol is absorbed into the bloodstream quickly whereas pot edibles and beverages are metabolized much later in the digestive process. So that's what ends up leading to the what they call the classic edible effect, which is you yep. eat a weed, you consume a weed bonbon, feel nothing, have a second and then oh no. find an hour later that they're far higher than they wanted <coughs> to be. Or so you the,
2: forget that you've eaten it and then 45 minutes later you're like Whoa. what the fuck. Oh yeah, that's right. So the Not, prob,
1: the problem is onset yeah. time. Um and the related problem is how long the effect takes to wear off. So that's that's what they're trying to mm-hmm. overcome. So they they want to develop it. What they're trying to do is get to where you drink three or four of these in a session with friends. Kind of deal. Like you just sit around drink three or four like of having these. having three or four beers. Yeah, like having three or four yeah. beers. They want to have a similar effect. It, they want you to get a buzz generated from marijuana. So, uh, They're experimenting with nano-emulsification, which uses a blending agent that attaches to the cannabis molecules, enabling them to better mix with water.
2: So they're going to make weed mayonnaise. No. Must you always make everything disgusting? That's the second time you brought up mayonnaise. It's a fat thing, and it's emulsified. That's how you make mayo. You just take oil and super blend it. Just
0: make it worse that's what mayo is. It's just worse than whatever ah, Mayo's was. real not good. I yeah. put
2: it on my Chick-fil-A French fries.
1: She does. And it's real gross. She because the totally... waffle
2: fries, it's like little troughs for her. Oh my God. Just, do, just do that with ketchup. out of here. Just do it with ketchup. Ketchup is disgusting. Why have ketchup when you can just have a tomato? You put
1: cheese on pears.
2: <laughs> okay. All right, I will make no food. I, you know what? I
0: can't. I can't say anything because I don't know if y'all have ever had um, pineapple salad.
2: The fuck pi- is a pineapple salad?
0: It's basically just pineapple um, with mayonnaise. No, just oh. with like cheese melted over the top.
1: Ew! It's amazing. I thought it. Would well, be I can disgusting. actually see that because pineapple's good on a pizza. So yeah. uh, yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We just hit that rock, y'all couldn't see that, but Yuck. we did.
0: Bob doesn't even like tomato sauce on his, but I he know. at least knows that.
1: Oh yeah, no, I like pineapples. A yeah. bacon. I don't like sweet meats. Pizza. I
2: don't. I just don't like sweet meats. Like I don't like honey hams or pineapple on my ham. So pineapple on my pizza is just not okay.
1: Well, if this episode has proved nothing, it's that you're wrong about <laughs> this episode. Virt- I thought you meant this podcast. Yeah, virtually everything. Yeah. So.
2: Fair,
1: hmm. fair. So that's really all the news I had for this week.
2: Um, what you been reading, Bob?
1: What have I been reading? So, what uh, hasn't he been reading? Uh I am for audio book. I am listening to the Three Body Problem mm. by what's his name. He's a Chinese author. It's a translation. Yeah. Um, so far, it's really good. Uh, I'm really liking it. I remember talking
2: about that a couple times last year.
1: So far, it's like it's a sci-fi novel. I know that it. There's been <laughs> that's no- all you. That's all he knows. There's, ladies and there's gentlemen. been nothing sci-fi at all. Oh. Happened like it's I, like right now we're talking about like 1967 Cultural Revolution hmm. China. <laughs> like that's all we've all we, like following this girl whose dad got caught up in the Cultural Revolution and blah 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 blah. Hmm. Um, but it's really good. Uh, honestly, if they just kept talking along this, they didn't have to really go sci-fi with it. Like, it's this has been good. Interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. good, enjoyable, and interesting. Um, Book-wise, so... Uh, all right, so I read this book called uh, The Game Fish, I think is what it was called. I feel really bad. I, I didn't think to write this down, but uh, it was just a self-pulled book about a... This giant leviathan is going around sinking all these ships. Hmm. So this guy who is a captain in what is effectively the British Navy uh, in this fantasy world, uh, there's currently... I'm going to
0: take it out.
1: Yeah, basically there's not enough ships in the... Like the, the war is over, so the Navy's downsizing. So there's not enough ships for all the captains. So he has a lot of debt. And wow. he hears about like, oh, there's a hundred thousand gold coin reward to kill this Leviathan. Like, fuck yeah. Like oh, god. let's let's go get a boat and put a giant fucking cannon on it and go kill this fucker.
0: <laughs> oh Lord, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, with this? Right all, there. All, I know, right? All <laughs> the all the
1: things go wrong. Um but no, it's it was hilariously
0: really wrong or oh god,
1: wrong. Uh oh, both. Like, uh,
0: the reason I asked is like what tone does the uh
1: it's got it's 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 got some lighthearted moments. It's not like a funny book, okay. uh, but it's it's got some lighthearted kind of moments, hmm. and uh, two of the main characters kind of pick at each other a little bit, kind of deal. But it's also like there's a romance element to it. But then there's also like a there's a creepy evil cult just chasing people down. Wait, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, it's crazy. Well, hmm. This is a magic setting, like a real yeah. magic kind of setting. Hmm. So like anyone who has magic in this, they're called tainted. And apparently, having magic drives them crazy eventually. Huh. So. Seems um, legit. Yeah. So there's that. But, uh, so I just started reading it. So I was, I was going through, uh, K, Kindle Unlimited, just kind of like flipping through, looking for some books to, to read. And I saw a really cool cover. And the book was called Dungeon Master. And it had good reviews. So I was like, well, you know, I really, and like reading about it. It sounded like, you know, one of my all-time favorite games is Dungeon Master. It's this old game where you computer game where you played the dungeon master. You were the bad guy, and like heroes would attack your dungeon, and you had to fight oh, cool. them off.
0: I thought it was called something else.
1: Dungeon Keeper. There dungeon Keeper. That's what it was called. Well, this is called Dungeon Master. I got into it, and I'm oh, I'm not liking it. Not so <laughs> I found out apparently it's a subgenre of lit RPG called Dungeon Core. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. That
2: sounds like something you really just would not be... So Does this go
0: back to the whole, you don't like stuff that reads like D&D stuff? No. I'll tell you what, honestly,
1: my biggest problem is, so this dungeon, the, the main character is this dungeon. It's like the spirit that controls this dungeon and has controlled, like... But see, no, it's, I got yeah. It's a fallen angel of sorts that, when it hit Earth, a dungeon erupted around it. It's kind of deal. So has complete control. It's like a demigod of Seems a dungeon. Legitimate. Well, these four female adventurers come into his dungeon, and oh, he—that sounds like the beginning. Of, yeah, I yeah. Like, oh my. <laughs> so, but, and like it just it. <clears throat> He, that seems like something decide, I would only he,
0: go into if I knew that that's what I was getting into story wise.
1: Like, did well, you know he, this going into the well, story? Well, at the very bottom, that's not something you want. Snapped. At the very bottom of the of the description, it said this book contains harem elements. And okay, I like. I kind of thought like, oh well. And the cover was like looked like a, like a dungeon lord with like two chicks on his arms. So, so you're like,
0: okay, maybe. So it's, I was like, oh.
1: Okay. maybe All It's fan right. fantasy, you know. Oh, like so, stuff I'm just just, just check vans. out. But like the thing about it is like this guy is so patronizing. Like I don't know I don't know where this is going. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm as far as it's it sounds doing, like,
2: like an incel written book
1: yes that's kind of how it reads like he he is taking over these four women and is going to show them how to be real adventurers yeah and just that like sounds like god gui- he's going to guide them kind of and,
2: mansplained to them how yeah to he like
1: this book is like the dungeon who first off he's like this evil dungeon but he is like super nice to these girls like disgust, oh well, it's because he's disgust. a nice guy tm yeah like it, it just just everything about
0: this conversation is making me
1: infuriated. <laughs> it, 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 it just reads like nothing, nothing in it is ha- actively happened that's like skeezy, yes. but it just reads skeezy. Like I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop. Like it's just like everything seems like it's building up to he's just going to like uh, I don't know they, these four women are going to become his harem. I guess I don't know, but yep. like it's yep it it's weird. It's a weird book. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it but huh.
0: put that on the Derek's not reading that list. Yeah,
1: it's real uh, maybe, like normally look, when you say maybe. something
0: like this I'd be like I'm curious maybe Bob's exact no Derek's like no
1: no no I can read y'all some passages I got
0: too much to read I ain't got time for that
2: life's too short to read bad books. so
1: one thing I've noticed is in lit rpgs people highlight weird stuff like they don't highlight things that like nor like People who are fans of lit RPGs highlight shit that normal book readers don't highlight.
0: Example?
1: Like, it'll be a description of how, like, a god works. And they'll highlight that. Not, like, a description, a flowery description of the god or, like, this really heart touching scene or anything. They'll be like, Amaroth is the god of death and decay and his. Da, 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 so it's hi- like it's like stuff. world
0: builders are reading this, and they're just like, "Oh, this is an interesting
1: bit of world. Yeah, to use
2: this in my next campaign.
1: Maybe I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's weird. So I I don't know. Like I so that it uh sufficiently advanced magic book that lit RPG book. Told me I should read. I finished it. It it is It is the most annoying book I've ever read that has me so fucking curious about what happens next. I'm gonna to have to read the next two books. <laughs> like I like low key hate reading it, but cannot stop reading it. Oh like, that's it's, me and the paper magician book. It's so fucking interesting. Yeah. But I I
2: hate it re- but hold I love this it. Converse, hold this conversation.
0: remember that
1: remember what we're talking so about here's, right here's, now. Here's my problem with it. So I here's what I figured out is my 100% my problem with this book. Mm-hmm. This kid acknowledges that he spent a lot of time researching this tower. And he's in a world where he is being trained to get this magical ability kind of deal. And has seemingly, even though he admits that he has like done tons of research on this one narrow aspect of... Seems clueless. Yeah, he has no fucking clue about anything else. Like, anything else. Like, stuff that... He should have just been able to pick up. But, like, and that's how this guy uses to, he uses, like, well, this kid knows nothing. So, like, there's a lot of scenes where he's in class learning about stuff that he should, that, like, you just know, like, fuck, he should fucking know this, you yeah. know? And seemingly has no clue. And so you spend a lot of time in classes learning stuff, very exposition kind of deal. Oh, no. But it's so fucking, it's such a cool like, this is like an anime. It it's like reads like oh, a fucking well, anime.
0: God, you, that's right. That's why you told me to read it. Yeah, no, this there. is
1: like a, a school anime.
0: Maybe that's what my next book should be.
1: I don't know how you're going like, to... I think you're going to be like me. You're going to be like, it's this is so annoying to read, but fuck, it's such a cool setting. That's and,
0: where I come down on, like most of the anime i watch at this point like there are the ones that are brilliant that everyone can agree are just really really good Cowboy. and then there's and then there's ones where I, you watch it and you're like this is a really cool idea and I'll, and like half the time this show is really great and the other half the time it's like what the hell are you doing yeah like you could be doing this so much better there was no reason for you to do what you just did this is trash and then it does that one good thing again you're like oh but that's but real fact, good it, yeah yeah uh, yeah. I got to read that too. Okay. Yeah. It's. What have you been reading, Tanya?
2: Uh, I haven't actually read much this week. Uh, we had some things happening at work where I couldn't listen to my audiobook like I normally do, and blah blah blah. So I'm still listening to The Grey House. Mm-hmm. On which you're gonna be Google listening that to
1: a while, I'm sure. That's a yeah. Long book. And
2: that's why I was really upset that I didn't really get to get into it, get through some how, of it. This how many week. hours is that? Do you know? Like 34, I think. Yeah. I think I'm like nine one? hours into it. I'm I thought dead. I
1: thought it'd be like close to 40.
2: No, I think it's like 34. Yeah. Um, and then I'm still reading uh, Present Over Perfect by Shauna Nyquist. I just haven't had, I didn't make time this week to read. Yeah. And the only t- the only time I really listen to my audiobook is when I'm at work. Um, I've got a task that I do every morning. It takes me about an hour. But we had visitors this week, so I couldn't do that.
0: Do you listen to it even when you're training people?
2: So technically for the next few weeks, I'm going to be training people exclusively, yeah, but now I, I don't, yeah. I can't. Yeah. And see if there's a lot of tasks that I do at work in the stock room where I'm alone then and I can, can just listen, but yeah. I, I, I cannot do anything, anything at work. Yeah, no. Fair. If I'm not training someone, like I can't get papers off the printer. Oh, like, cause we have some auto printing reports in the morning. Yeah, I can't just grab those. I have to get someone to go, okay, here's the papers. Let's look through them. So I have to have someone with me all the time. So I can't no. I can't listen to my book like I Lame. like I was. Yeah. And coming down here to Carcosa, like I don't really listen to a book coming down. So What have
1: you been reading? I there? do.
0: That's when I that's so far that's oh, pretty yeah, that's much when, you do, uh, when I do my listening. I do yeah. Jade City on Jade the City. way down. Yeah. Which and I'm gonna say this every time we do this, man. That book's so good. That book's so good, <laughs> and I the, like now that I'm listening to it the second time, I'm be I can like place what it is I like about it th- so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm really. Ex- oh God, it's so good. I'll probably get that a um, reread. But also, let's see, uh, finished Ready Player One, uh, oh. but I think I already mentioned that last week. Oh. I forget. Um, and then I uh, started the Dungeoneers, but I didn't really get that far at all. Oh. I, ha- I haven't I haven't made time to read this week. Because a lot of stuff at work, coincidentally, yeah. Um,
2: Daggum, work get in the way,
0: right? And Jeez. then, and then I started like when I go to sleep at night, I started re-listening to A Wise Man's Fear. I just mm. kind of set it for thirty minutes and then go to sleep while I'm listening to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's all I've been reading. Yeah. Oh, and then manga. Yeah, but but that's it.
1: That slice of life.
0: Yeah, I need yeah. to finish it. I've only got like
1: three more books. Yeah so well neat well anything else y'all want to add before we wrap this puppy up negatory all right well in the coming week i hope that a uh tanya doesn't get you sick like she did me
2: i did not get you sick Yeah, she probably did
1: and b uh may the blessing of the beard be upon you
2: thanks for listening to this episode of books beards booze our co-hosts are bob Derek, and tanya our producer is bob For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye.